0: from our God and Father, and Jesus Christ, His Son, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Our text is the Gospel lesson from Luke, previously read. Looking at verse 14, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. This fragment from our t- of our text from Luke begs the question, is God pleased with me? Am I at peace with God? Or more importantly, is God at peace with me? Many are at peace with God, at least a God. They make their own peace by making their own God, and this is idolatry. As a Christian, when you speak to them about things Like marriage being a blessed union, a gift from God that he instituted between a man and a woman, they might come unhinged because that is just not what their God is like. He wants all to be happy in whatever relationship they are in. He wants them to love because he is a God of love. He loves all people, they will say. This is true, but it has to be on his terms because he is holy and we are not. His love for all people was displayed in the Old Testament as God gave the Israelites rules, commandments, laws to set them apart from the rest of his creation that he still loved. But he made Israel his people. He allowed them to have peace with him, worship him, and have him near. They saw his hidden glory in Exodus, where he went out before them as a pillar of smoke by day and fire by night. He protected them in times of trouble but he also chastised those he loved when they deviated from his righteous commands. Yet he always maintained a remnant through which he would bring salvation through his servant Christ, born this day. Christ came into his creation to make peace with God for us. He was the glorious revelation given to the shepherds the night of Jesus' birth. They knew the peace was for them, Because the heavens were opened and angels appeared announcing the glory of God present with them. They lived our text from Isaiah. Don't be afraid, the angels said. Fear was displaced with wonder at what God had done. God, the God of fire and smoke, the mighty and powerful God, lay before them in a manger and they had peace. It was a peace and joy they could not contain as they told others and praised God. God had turned away his anger and come in the most humble and non-threatening way to bring peace between himself and all people. But how do we know this gift of peace is for me and you? Are we part of the all people? We know by hearing God's word with its laws and promises. His law shows us our sin and deep depravity before God, our unrighteousness versus God's perfect righteousness. It is our unholiness before God due to the sinful nature that we were born with, having inherited it from Adam. We first have to see that we cannot please God and stand before Him. In a state of unrighteousness, we cannot have eternal peace with God. So God does the unimaginable and sends His Son from eternity to enter creation, to suffer and die for us as a perfect atoning sacrifice to make peace between sinful men and God. He makes peace with us. The peace is seen wonderfully in the blessing we hear each week. Its profoundness did not fully hit me until saying it over the weak and the dying. It's the ironic blessing at the end of Numbers 6. It reads, "'The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites.' say to them the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord turn his face toward you and give you peace so they will put my name on the israelites and i will bless them all of this is the exact opposite of what we deserve as sinners it is a trinitarian blessing that points to christ you hear it three times The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. Blessing versus a curse. The wrath of God is appeased by the cross of Christ. If there is wrath, Christ's suffering was not sufficient. But God declares blessing upon us. There is no longer a curse or wrath. Keep you. To have God keep us is that he protects, provides, preserves, and sustains us. sin death and the devil and in every need of body and soul make his face shine upon you this is God's favor toward us for the sake of Christ we have no fear of God's face he is with us cares for us looks out for us we experience his kindness and blessing and he is pleased we will see God and live eternally and never die and give you peace this is the peace that passes all human understanding that we are at peace with God because Christ atoning sacrifice for our sins we are holy and righteous in God's sight and we are his children all of this is a gift of God that makes us pleasing in his sight by putting his name on us with the other gifts you will or have received this Christmas season you can do as you will you can exchange them Modify them, return them, or re them. But this gift of Christ we receive on God's, God's terms with his promises. God does not want us to try and make peace with him by changing him or his plan for salvation. Our God is not an a la carte God where we get to pick and choose the things we like and disregard the things we don't like. God announced peace with creation, but it was through only one way. Jesus, born of a virgin, God in human flesh. Our faith in Christ and all that he has done for us makes us pleasing to God. And even this faith is a gift to us. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion. For great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Amen. Now may this peace, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.